Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, January 27th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a new musical is documenting the last few years of a St. Louis brothel owner. She became one of the wealthiest women in the city and a charitable force more than a century ago. This was a woman who helped people. And again, I I wish I knew more about who she helped because I would not be surprised if there are generations or families that still live in St. Louis. Cast members and historians explain Eliza Haycraft's influence on St. Louis. Our Chad Davis has that story in just a few minutes. First, the headlines. Missouri's Department of Transportation is losing employees at alarming rates. MoDOT officials say nearly 200 workers left the department between July and September of last year. Director Patrick McKenna says the high turnover makes it difficult to train employees in time to deal with bad weather. Enter into a $150,000 piece of equipment. You go out fully loaded with materials with a big plow blade on it, and you drive in the public during storm events. It requires skill, it requires training, and it requires experience. McKenna says the department has a plan to better retain workers this winter. It is offering increased pay to employees who work during severe weather. MoDOT estimates employee turnover cost the department nearly $37 million dollars last fiscal year. A change in St. Louis County law has made it easier for the Information Technology Department to use open source software. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, the department hopes to make its first purchase under the new law within the next month. Before the county council approved the change in November, anyone who wanted to do business with the county had to submit a bid. But Acting IT Director Charles Henderson says many open-source software companies don't have the people to do that. Now, IT staff can actively seek out those companies. They make software that can be changed by its users. Henderson says that could save the county a lot of money. One of the other nice things about open-source software is that it allows us to tailor it to our needs. Henderson says the IT department was thinking about a new website when it asked for the change, but he could also see open-source software working better for things like online permitting. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. The city of Hazelwood is working with a commercial real estate firm to help support local entrepreneurism and revitalize a commercial retail space. We have more on that from St. Louis Public Radio's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson. The city of Hazelwood and New York-based Samara Road, Inc. will offer free rent in the Village Square Center in Hazelwood to a handful of entrepreneurs through a grant. Each recipient will also receive up to $10,000 to help with startup cost. Ian Ross is the founder of Samara Road, Inc. He says it's an opportunity to revitalize and redevelop the retail property while also allowing entrepreneurs to take a risk with no strings attached. We want you here and we want you to be successful and we believe in you and we're going to run through a process to vet out your idea. And if your idea is something we believe is viable, we're going to give you that shot. We're going to reduce that downside risk and we're going to bet on you to be successful here. The deadline to apply for the grant is February 28th. I'm Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis was built by larger-than-life figures who shaped the city over centuries. But 
One of those names has been omitted from the history books, a brothel owner from the 19th century. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, a new musical aims to educate St. Louisans about her legacy. In the mid to late 1800s, St. Louis was a booming city. And as the city grew, so did the number of brothels. Eliza Haycraft had five of them. She amassed a fortune and gained the kind of power to make her own rules and wielded them over men. St. Louis actor Kimmy Kid Booker explores that on stage playing Haycraft. You want any man to just come in here, have anyone, however, whoever, no consent, no respect. They'd still have to pay. But at what cost? Madam is a musical produced by Fly North Theatricals about Haycraft's life. Like many people today, Booker hadn't heard of her. But then she learned the rules Haycraft championed to protect women. Booker says the musical shows Haycraft was ahead of her time. Pay up front. You must treat the ladies with respect. In other words, no abuse of language, no abuse, physical abuse. And the ladies must consent. And yet, because of the lack of documents on Haycraft's life, her legacy faded into anonymity. We don't know much about Haycraft, but here's what we do know. She was from Callaway County, Missouri. Haycraft was her married name, and she couldn't read or write. Her fortune today would be worth about $28 million. And she was buried at Bellefontaine Cemetery on West Florissant Avenue. But there's probably a reason you've never heard of her. Madam didn't get you a lot of front page exposure, uh, mainly because of your clientele. That's Dan Fuller, the event and volunteer coordinator for the cemetery. He and a group of volunteers have been studying Haycraft's life for years. So I think she kind of slips through the cracks. And the reason why she did not go completely quietly is that she was a very moving force charitably. During the Civil War, Haycraft gave money to organizations that supported widows and orphans of soldiers from the North and South. She also donated to women's charities. That might explain why she was so well-liked. When Haycraft died in 1871, her funeral procession attracted an estimated 5,000 onlookers. And yet, her gravesite today is unmarked. Fuller says the cemetery's board is allowing a marker for Haycraft in the future and is looking for relatives. We're pretty comfortable in saying there are relatives to Eliza out there and we're in, a, in an attempt to try and reach out to some of them. There's always the possibility that some of those folks still have part of the items of the estate. There's at least one person connected to Haycraft in Missouri, a descendant of Haycraft's husband. After meeting her, Fly North Artistic Director Colin Healy composed the music for Madam. A Hannibal Theater Company commissioned him to write the play about her, even though no one knows much about her life. With Eliza, there was a lot of negative space. There was a lot of these, like, point A to point B that are separated by a lot of time or a lot of, like, content. And there's the space for historical fiction. And Healy and director Sidney Grossberg-Ranga bring Eliza Haycraft to life. Kimmy Kid Booker hopes the play will get people interested in this forgotten St. Louis figure. This was a woman who helped people. And again, I, I wish I knew more about who she helped, because I would not be surprised if there are generations or families that still live in St. Louis that she probably helped. Booker says it's past time for Haycraft's story to be properly recognized by St. Louisans. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio.
Madam runs at the dot Zach through early February. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before wrapping up, a sad note today. Members of the St. Louis basketball community are among those remembering one of the best players of all time, Kobe Bryant. That includes St. Louis University men's basketball coach Travis Ford, who was emotional while addressing reporters after yesterday's Billikens game. I heard about it before I went out. Man, it threw me for a loop. That's all I could think about. And we said a prayer for him and his family before the game, after the game. And it's just, it doesn't seem real. That audio is from Five on Your Side. St. Louis native and current Boston Celtic Jason Tatum wrote on Instagram that Bryant was, quote, the reason I started to play this game, the reason I fell in love with this game. Bryant, his daughter, and seven others died in a helicopter crash yesterday outside Los Angeles. Kobe Bryant was 41. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.